Welcome back to another episode of On My Well, welcome back to another episode of Bouch Bombetary presented by On My Grown Up Podcast. I'm your co-host Rodney Boyd. I'm your co-host Melanie Mitchell. And man, I mean, let's let's just get started, man. This was a great episode. Probably of the series, someone said, and I'm I'm not really opposed to that. Of the, so series? of the series? If not this one, then what would be better than this episode for the series? I feel like the dinner one. For the series? Of yeah. The din- I think the dinner was the pretty dinner fire. Was good. I would say a strong contender would be her work party, season one, when he found out. And then this, this, this uh, the first season okay. finale. Those two are big contenders and they all have Kelly. I think that's the <laughs> Kelly. I mean, anytime we can funny, get funny shock value. I was talking with real moments. I think that's I was talking with someone. I feel like a lot of the I mean, and rightfully so, a lot of the funny comes from the people around Issa to me. Mm-hmm. More so than her. So anytime we can get more of those characters, more of those background characters, more of those personalities out there, it's always going to be entertaining. And that's yeah. what this episode All was. All three of her friends are comedians, and, and she's we, not. Amanda's a comedian, um, Natasha's a comedian, and so is Molly. Eli. So anybody yeah. come to see Issa for the laughs. We just laughing at Issa, not with her. Right. But um, I just want to say bravo. This was... And we, we talked talk. smacked about this episode. Up until somebody was tweeting like 15 minutes and like, oh, this episode kind of lame. I was like, they look kind of right. I ain't going to say nothing yet. It's premature. But by the end of the episode, everybody was just, let's get into it. It's so much to unpack. It's <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we'll start. We'll start with yeah. the Lyft Chronicles. Um, she got her stuff together. Oh, God. So she's prepared. Yeah. No, no, you could go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll let you start because you know you, uh, uh you fill in the down. blanks of, of silence. But um, yeah, she she has herself together for lift now. Somebody came in a little nauseous. She had water and grocery bags, just in case there's some spillage going on, which is good, which is really good. Um, because I I've been there before. I used to get car sick at some points. So I wasn't. He was probably drunk though. But you need those those plastic bags on hand, like after brunch. Homegirl had too many mimosas. Had to do that earlier this year. Just have a garbage bag. And I had to get a garbage bag. This is so off topic. I had to get a garbage bag from behind the bar before I got in my friend's car. Like, look, can I just get a garbage bag? I know it's big, but if she throw up in my other friend's car, I'm going to lose two friends tonight. So I'm going to need, <laughs> I'm going to need this together. But anyway, and then, you know, she, it's like a little montage because this is like her real last job now. And she's doing it during the day. Right, she's doing safer. it during the day. She has some cool lesbians vibing in the back. And then, the best surprise, well, the first best surprise of the episode, we run into. I was, I was about to say, I was handing that to you. The Yoda. It was going oh, to. Okay. The Brishaw Mall, which was. I love it. I, 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 really I missed, missed him. him. I was concerned when she moved from the Dunes. Like, does that mean no more Thug Yoda? Because that was kind of like the best part of her living there. But yeah. LA is only so big, and she ran into him again. I'm trying to figure out why she didn't know that when she picked him up, though. Like you see pictures, you or yeah, uh, but do I don't have a picture on? I don't. I don't know if I have a picture on Uber. 
I mean, that's the as a customer. They can know who they're picking up, and you can know who's picking you up. So it's not some kind of axe murderer. Just hey, I'm your lift, huh. and don't even know who your lift. You know what it is? She don't know his real name. But it's still a well, maybe he don't have a picture. Maybe maybe so. Because I definitely have a selfie as my picture, so they know who they're picking up. And they pull up. Yeah. Um, so that was a good surprise. <laughs> they were like, oh, shit. And then it like cut to the title card. So that was refreshing. I needed that. I was like, oh, okay. This is going to be a good episode. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, What did I want to say? Anything else? No, that was it. Um, Next, we see them preparing for the trip for to go to Coachella. Um, Issa's running errands for Molly because she is swamped at work being so helpful, like her um, therapist told her. Um, she has to take... She Did she say... Did you take Flavor Flav to the hotel? To the puppy hotel? I guess. Um, I think it's... Yeah, because they're going out of because, town. So, of course, Molly being bougie would take her child, take her dog to the puppy hotel. I guess the person she would have watching would be Issa and she's going to. But yeah. And then she was like, no, I got that nigga in my car. And well... Then, that was funny. What are you saying? Well, the the thing is, that's how bougie Molly is. She's taking him to a puppy motel, uh, hotel. We used to drop my dog off at a kennel. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> you come back and your dog is sausage or some glue or something. That is, that is, come on. We, we didn't have pets in my household. Cause Real quick. Uh, what a fish. Uh, what y'all got going fish. on over there? I, we would get fish for Hallelujah night. We would have like the, you know, the ball and the <laughs> So I would get a fish every halloween and they'd be dead by november 2nd when i would go to school because like i would leave you can't trust parents to do things while you're gone um i think i would give my dad the responsibility of feeding my fish while i was at school and i'd come home yeah <laughs> what happened to anthony and then <laughs> the fish would be belly up sad it happened every <laughs> year too i don't know why it would still be sad but go ahead did they get the sick and elderly fish for Hallelujah no, I, they, night? Were, they were good whippersnappers of fish. I would go with my dad to buy the fish for Hallelujah night. Oh, true, true, true. I think you did yeah, say that. I would, that would be like our tradition. So I would go pick out the fish. They're good fish. Went to this fish market. Not fish market. I don't know. Fish store. And no, no, no nothing wrong with the fish. fish market is get where the little they food. Did. Die every year. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's how bougie she is. Um, what happens next? Oh, Issa tells Molly that she is, um, she finally learned for, uh, chore- for choreography to formation, which is two years old. <laughs> she should have um, been known that after the Super Bowl. But nothing about Issa has screamed coordinated to me, so, like, that's not surprising. Um, when Issa goes back, she looks at her dry phone. And Nathan sent her a text just, hey, confirming, hey, it's me, Nathan. You know what you do when you exchange contact. Hey, it's me. You know, I I like to tell people where they, hey, it's me, Rodney, from, um, you know, Club 112, where the players dwell. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, I just like to, like, I, it's Rodney from yada, da da da. So you'd be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't know how many Rodneys you know. It depends whatever. on the, the setting. And, like, if I already know that person, sometimes you know somebody and you don't have their number. So it's like, hey, it's Mel. Or, it's very rare. It's not you don't know a lot of Melanie's. It's it's very rare for you to know more than one Melanie. It was another Melanie at FAMU, but it was rare that I hit, I'd get hit with a Melanie who. So I just say, hey, it's Melanie. So maybe I hit Mitchell, 
um, if it's an event, say I met somebody like, you know, AGP or something, or hey, it's Mel from Big Booty Night at Compound. <laughs> so <laughs> then, yeah. Just, we letting all girls with big booty is free, full 12, full 12. Yeah, I had on, you know, a blue shirt. All right. Something like that. <laughs> so, and then she texted him, I think, and he didn't reply or something like that. What did she say? I can't remember what she said. Oh, she sent a winky face, which was the lamest response. I wouldn't have responded to her either. This is Issa we're talking about. So I know. I'm just saying, like, it was lame. And that's and she's sitting there like, mm, why didn't I get a response? That's why. Text a dry Issa. You have no game. Well, we'll get to that. Cause God has ordered her steps, clearly. Um I'm sorry, God, for robbing you in evolution, my bad. Um yeah, so after that, um, I think what happened? She left. She was in her feelings about that. Uh, hold on, turn it. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. So Molly's in this meeting, and then she's working with Morehouse nigga and Tori. Morehouse nigga. So <laughs> I think it's way more funny to say Morehouse nigga. So you know, I miss saying fake ass Maya. Hopefully, we get an update from her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a good time, man. Good times. So, yeah, she's having to work me and get they work on their project. And it was like something else they needed to do. And Torian jumps up. I mean, Morehouse nigga jumps up to like finish the job with, with Molly, of course, being extra. It's like, I can do it. Like, man, we're about to go on a whole trip. So she's like, she's spreading herself too thin to try to prove herself. It's like, everybody is fine. You're here. You got the job. You got through law school. We know you're talented. There's no need to break your neck to impress everybody in this office. That's just my take. I mean, Molly ain't got no man. She got plenty of time, what you know, to, to work. No, I'm just, and I'm, 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 I'm joking because one, I think it was a little. I don't want to even say insensitive because you know it's like, at the end of the day, it's like Molly's career. This is how she pays her bills. If she wants to do stuff, put in work to get ahead, you know, based and you know, like come up later for the road trip and not ride up with you guys. I mean. She, uh, I feel like she shouldn't have done it this weekend, but at the end of the day, you can't necessarily falter because it's work, and it's like, yo, this is once all this Beyonce hype over, I still got to pay my bills. So but it's forget not y'all. That it, this is the bare minimum for her job. This is superfluous. You know what I'm saying? Like she's putting more things on her plate for the for the sole purpose of you know seeming like she's doing more and feeling pressure that someone else is shining more than she is, and that's where it's like. Yeah, no, that's no, no, why no. it's too much. It'd be different. This is like all she got to do. You know, that's not the case because she already got the Black Lady Project too. So, then, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just just seeing her so desperate for that validation and like it, it's unbecoming. <laughs> unbecoming. It is. It's like annoying. It's like girl, because even yeah. still, like the partners wasn't even impressed. It was like, I mean, you sure? Like it's not that big of a deal. You can chill. Like it's you know. And she's like, No, I got it. Ooh, yeah. Geez. Yeah, like okay. You got it, girl. Cause I guess this is her case, or do you think she's still just kind of helping? I think it's all the way her case. Cause yeah, she volunteered to lend a helping hand and then Torian had it. So she's like, No, I got it, it's fine. I can do it. It just wasn't, it yeah. wasn't necessary. So next scene, we cut to Issa, you know, putting this cardboard sign outside of her door, which was hilarious. And as she's walking off, Psycho Trina. Tenant Trina, like, where you going? (laughs) 
And then she's like, we got bed bugs all over the house. First of all, bed bugs are... They don't go on couches? Bed bugs stay in the bed. They know their place. I think... I mean, bed, they bed bugs couches, can... But... Oh. Okay. I watched the documentary. Bed bugs. No, I'm saying... Like, no, I, 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 I... But, okay. Even still, well, I, couch, bed. I just know, like, when you get bed bugs, not from personally though. having them, but, you know, like watching tv and they talk about bed bugs uh, like hoarders and stuff is they typically have to take all your stuff out put it in some intense heat and bring it back you know in hopes of killing all the bed bugs oh yeah they gotta take out like they really gotta fumigate or you gotta throw away all your, yeah. your furniture because that's this cannot for your furniture but it was something she said that invalidated the fact that she would have actually had bed bugs <laughs> I forget. It was something. And then that's why Issa was like, um, you're hallucinating. So I was like, well, is she hallucinating? Should she be around him? Because she going to see a blue monster or something trying to eat her child and then beat and stab the child thinking it's a monster and it's going to be too much. She needs to get help. Sorry. Can I say I'm conflicted about the character Trina? I mean, as am I. But go ahead. I just in just in this this world of mental, you know, like black health matter you know black mental health matters and check on your strong friend to have a character there for comedic relief that you've established has some mental disorder i i'm just conflicted and most of the times i don't find her, the interactions with trina funny because it's like she has some real mental issues and we over here loling about it right and i and I, I i and i know like maybe that's a little like you know moral you know being like more on a moral high horse but it just from my sense of humor i just i i struggle with laughing at the scenes with her either it's she has mental issues or she's on drugs either way that's not okay and something somebody needs to step in um right she got kids i mean her, her little boy was adorable though that was hilarious eating tacos and kissing on her mouth that's go <laughs> so <laughs> the life I one day would like to live. Yeah. <laughs> you want to eat some tacos and kiss boys on the mouth with no bed? I, see, you you including bullet points to the situation. That's I didn't say nothing about no bed and furniture <laughs> and car, car boxes. I just want tacos and kissing on the mouth. That's it. That's it. That's all. I don't ask for much. Um. So yeah. So pray for Trina, basically. So then. So Issa's yes. walking out to the car. They got the rental, I, I presume. Because I know Kelly nor Tiffany drive a Hyundai. So I'm sure it's a rental. So. <laughs> <laughs> After uh, their last trip, they weren't trying to uh, they weren't trying to take their right. personal van. Was that a rental too? Or was that, was that somebody's personal car? So I don't know. Yeah, so they That's pull up and then they're watching Kevin on their phone. I thought it was funny that Kelly said I know they're only doing this because they broke, but this is funny as hell. I honestly hate Kevin. I don't know if anybody else does like I do, but I'm just like, this does not even hold the candle to um, do North. I think they put too much thought into it this time. Like, I think because do North was such a hit, they kind of like tried too hard with Kevin. I It's just not funny. Yeah, it's just not. I, I'm not. Because I don't know. I feel like because they didn't even show much of Due North during the season. I feel like I feel like this is getting. We're actually just the, the, the ones they did show was just funny. Even if it was the Nini, are you reading? And then we have Chad. Oh, let the bitch read. Like that was funny. It was just naturally funny. I think 
or it, or maybe it's poking fun at how unfunny these re- reboots are. I don't know, but either way, I'm just like. I'm just glad Bill Bellamy, Eric Alexander, and uh, Ron Johnson are getting checks from this. Good for them. And they had, well, Prentice was playing the dude in the casket yeah, yeah. this week. Prentice Penny, the showrunner. I was like, go ahead, Prentice. Yeah. And Regina Hicks was playing the uh, Ferris wheel operator, too, so that was cool. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. She played something else. She had came up. She was. I don't know if she was like ballet or something random. I remember her. I almost want to say she was, I thought she was one of Molly's first therapists or something. I don't remember. But they always popping up in the show, which is funny. So, yeah, yeah. they watching that. They watching Reboot. Um, and then Tiffany says that Molly's no longer going because of the work thing. And then he's like, what? So she calls Molly. But my thing is, how rich do you have to be to pay for a Coachella ticket and trip and probably put it on a rental and the Airbnb and all this? And just decide to just straight up not go. Like, oh, you got money, money. Because if I pay for that shit, I'm going. I don't care if I got to write in a composition notebook, my work on the way there on the road. I mean, they probably save a lot more money um, just not having to take a flight. Just driving to Palm Springs, yeah. Yeah, you figure you figure they split the rental between four of them, opposed to each one getting like at least a three three hundred fifty dollar ticket. Not driving when they in in the city. Yeah, yeah, but um, but I mean Molly get Molly making money now, you know. But at the same time, it's like no Molly definitely Molly been right. making money. She just wasn't making the money. She right, is is but is 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 more so just showing what's important to her, you know. To me. Uh, you know, Beyonce is a one, you know once in a lifetime performer. Yeah, Tori ain't got that work. Go ahead. You know, I'm not really gonna risk anything. <laughs> no, you got it, Tori. Big T. Right, T money. It's all you. <laughs> okay, so now we at day one after the, where they drive up, right? Oh yeah. Or was um, there anything else I missed? Day one. Well, day one is the same day, so when they pull up. So. Okay. Yeah. Mind you. So we'll talk about this. So. She's talking about her Airbnb chronicles and I mean she's talking about her live chronicles and then talking about um how nice the Airbnb is. And then Kelly's like, You should Airbnb your spot. And then Issa's like, That doesn't make sense. Where where would I live? And then <laughs> Kelly was like, you know who else doesn't make sense? Or dollars. <laughs> Yo broke ass, yeah. basically. Right. And um you know, they start, and then that's when Tiffany come in. So, like, is Lyft, like, your full-time job now? And, you know, they really want to start unpacking some things about Issa's adult life, you know, since she quit her job. And Issa's like, look, not the, here. You know, this is a trip. That she budgeted for. I need. Yeah, I budgeted for it. I'm here. Beyonce or bust. We're not going to do this right now. And as somebody who has been on a trip, didn't have a job. I get where she's coming from. I mean, been there thousands of times, done that thousands of times. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. easier in this age. Uh, well, not that many people, times. I ain't been on a thousand trips, so that's you know hyperbole. But anyway, it's easier when all y'all broke, but you have not one. Like you know, I'm in the age <laughs> when everybody ain't got their shit together yet, so that's cool. But golly, you know, <laughs> the one you put money aside for this trip, so you good this trip. You just trying to get through this trip and enjoy it. Before you get back to real life, that money, right? And, and and it really for me, I went on a cruise, so I had paid for the cruise. You know, the food was there and stuff. Um, so I just spent a little money on some, um, you know, like go when I got off the boat the one time. But 
that for me the tr- the cruise really was great and refresher and it was like something i didn't like i felt guilty about going on at first but it was ended up being something i needed to help just refresh and recharge me and get me motivated definitely. to go get a job definitely and um so i definitely feel isa in this episode like you know this is going to be a good time she's there with her girls she's going to see beyonce perform like i get it um yeah so uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah, she was like Molly's. Molly's they sing. hours out, and then Tiffany's like, "I'm about to take a nap." Yep. She's like, "No, don't take a nap because you're gonna pass out." And then Kelly's like, "She gonna do it. She pregnant." And she's like, "Bitch, what is wrong with you?" So Kelly took it. Well, mind you, Kelly was the one driving. That's <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> well, she said she timed it perfectly. Yeah. So like. I guess she would drive and then Man, it, that, it would that hit. Edible, that edible high is just... I have not been high many times, but both times I've been high, it has been from an edible and it was, it was next level ridiculousness. So I understood. Like, when I went to LA, I, I it was awful. This episode was, like, triggering for me because I went back to that place that I didn't want to return to. So, like, the edibles you did, if you don't mind me asking, were they from, like, a store like somebody made them the first one i don't even know where they came from because we stole them from a friend typical woman and not from a man though like our, our other friend and then uh, the second one we got from the store in la okay because that that makes a huge difference because you know like home-baked joints they you know like you don't know how much they put in them, but those the ones in a they don't know how much they put right. Uh, <laughs> you know enough to get me high. It's like, well, how I just I, a lot, nigga. I, I smoke four blunts every day, so you know what? No, I don't want this. <laughs> and 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 my thing is, uh, no, I I'll wait. I wait to make that point till later. But so with in the two hour time frame, Kelly's trying to take this nap. No, uh, Tiffany's trying to take this nap because she's pregnant, and uh, Kelly's high. And Issa's like, yeah, y'all got 15 minutes, then we're going to get dressed, we're going to see Scissor. And I, do, do you think the two hours passed, or you think Molly came a little later? No, they all went to sleep. They were all asleep. They did a shot. Cause I didn't well, I'm saying, sleep. by the time we see them, do you think it's really been the two hours since Molly said she was going to come? Because it was dark. It was dark. Um, I, I think so, though. Because, think about it, they went, she, um, people got off work. It, it didn't say what time it was exactly. But... You're right. I think they just fell asleep because that high sleep is sleep. That pregnant sleep is sleep, and then Issa probably just got bored and fell asleep. <laughs> that preg- how you know that pregnant? I mean, sleep I, I, sleep. I I could just imagine just being pregnant. She's pregnant, pregnant too. And then because also on the shot, Issa would sleep on the couch. She didn't mean to fall asleep there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Molly walks in like, oh shit! I guess we, I guess they chilling. So then she does her homework, her work poolside. So yeah, I, I presume they slept through night one, and. Oh, and you know another thing? When, okay, so let's keep going. So the next morning, Issa wakes up doing the Tanisha. Hold on. Because I just wanted to say, like, the, Molly pulling up and them all being asleep, to me, it's like, it was a perfect, like, it's a, it was a perfect thing of, like, like this is really doing festivals in your late 20s. Because, like, festival is, like, to me, in a way, like spring break. Mm-hmm. And spring break was exhausting. Uh, our homecoming, I don't think is is not as intense as y'all in terms of the number of days. Oh, y'all just have like tailgate. That's really kind of ours. Is really just 
for if, if you're a real like dedicated alum, it's like Thursday through Sunday morning. What's the regular activity? Most people probably just Friday through Sunday morning. Because yeah, it's Thursday, maybe a day event. You maybe if you really popping, you won't speaking on somebody's panel during the day. Then it's like maybe step show if you give a, a damn about your meals like that. And then chillmatic. Then Friday convocation. Everybody got it. Like we really give a damn about convocation. I don't know if it's just like a family. It it, ha- it is a family thing. Then you got to hit yeah. day party. Maybe you know again if you really popping, if you really involved like that, if you really you know about what you say, then it's a scholarship brunch. If you giving back to the school and shit. Then a day party, if you're really in touch with the hoods like that, you're going to go to set Friday. Then, you know, if he's still alive after the day party, then it's like, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot. It yeah, depends. yeah. See, ours isn't, it's not all It also depends on the all organizations you're in. If you're like, yeah, yeah, a like what you're going to actually give a damn to go to. But anyway, so yeah. Niggas so yeah, sleep. but go ahead. <laughs> the tired, next morning. Sleep. So I, another reason I know they slept through mm-hmm. the night is that when she woke up banging the pots, Cause you know the Tanisha is. I didn't get no sleep because of y'all. Y'all won't get no sleep because of me. Issa's like, I got too much sleep last yeah. night because we all fell asleep basically. So now we got to get up and turn up. Remember? And then they take the yeah. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I th- and I and I, I and I, I felt. Like, I was like, oh, okay. You know, like it's it's dope that Insecure is doing these like vine, you know, kind of iconic mm-hmm. black moment references. Because you know the Chris Brown one that earlier this season was just. <laughs> hilarious um so yeah and then they're taking the shots and molly's like oh you know i got good notes from my partner it's time to turn up that's a really good feeling like when you you have to work you can do something work related while you're on vacation and you finally get that green light so it's like now it's time to officially turn up like right like i was gonna turn up with caution now but now i'm gonna turn up with reckless abandonment now i know we are doing lines of coke today no i'm kidding jk no but that that green light is really refreshing like especially if it's something you've been stressed about that you know you couldn't enjoy your vacation without that was great um kelly's still high because she said some dumb shit in the kitchen like about the 80 40 rule and she said it, it overlapped I'm like kelly bitch what? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so while they're in the kitchen and so Issa has this whole itinerary of all the things they need to do and all the things they're gonna do and it's like oh we need to be here so we can see beyonce yada 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 and then everyone disperses to get ready. And then Issa finally gets a text back from Nathan. He's like, oh, are you here? Like, I'm at some black party at the W Hotel. And then she yells, change your plans. <laughs> so me, so funny, because I would do the exact same thing. Like, I tweeted to accidentally, on purpose, run into the nigga that I actually wanted to see. <laughs> like, that. like, dang, I really got to go to Compound tonight. What's that Compound? Oh! nothing just calm down be like so fake press good time and then she drug everybody with her it's usually hard to get to get your all your homegirls to go on your dummy mission with you but it must have sounded good um yeah i was kind of shocked it was that easy like most people would have given it was was so easy like uh, actually we're gonna go here okay i wonder if she sold them on that especially going off the, the plane because i know like for example my birthday weekend like a bunch of my line sisters were here and then another one of my lances was trying to go on a dummy mission. And we knew, like, where she was going and who she was trying to see. I was like, I'm not going. So, good luck. Like, I'm not doing it. I don't feel like going. I'm not entertaining. Because then, like, you got to entertain the homeboys. You got to do your part. Like, the homeboys, you should be ugly. <laughs> it's too much. Mm-mm. 
So that was she did a good job of convincing all of them to to slap. Right. Um. Oh, so yeah, that Molly brings that up basically when she when they walk in, they see Nathan, and she's like, "Oh, okay, I see what it is. Surprise! Come see my almost nigga." And he's like, "Ah, ah." you know, Issa's being Issa, the usual. So he introduces them to his friends. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, Molly recognized him, so it's like she was the only one who really knew what was up. But how did my? Oh, yeah, 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 because he was on the um party left. Duh, duh, man. So. Then one of them like introduced himself to Molly. She's like, I'm Molly. He's like, I'm Percocet. Hilarious. That was <laughs> yeah. A1 writing. That was just. <laughs> I was like, bro, too much. <laughs> and then. <laughs> like, you love Future that much? <laughs> it's 2018, nigga. The song is old. Right. Um, Kelly, again, the star of this episode. So he was like, y'all want to do some real Molly? <laughs> She's like, duh. <laughs> This bitch is hilarious. And then she's like, who am I fuck tonight? And then she's like, I'm gonna fuck him. And then she was like, I'm gonna fuck her. And then T- Tiffany's like, uh-uh. She was like, Janelle Monet made it okay. And they, I think that was another ad lib. I think. How do they keep a straight face with her on set? I don't know. So, yeah, they all they all take the Molly. Except Tiffany, of course. She's like, I don't know you. Being saying, hey, Molly never hurt no babies. Like, why is she acting all funny? So... Um. Yeah. So Issa and you go. My my throat tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I say? So a few things I want to bring up. We've suspected Nathan is a drug dealer since we met him, or was, oh, we suspected he was in some illegal stuff. Then we kind of gone with drug dealers because, like, his homeboys had Molly. ample. Edibles and for everybody. Now it, they could have just been, right. They could have just been prepared for or, the festival, but they looked like they, you know, like they was dipping in their own supply more so than like, you know, we bought these with our hard earned dollars. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, I was really just disappointed in everybody about, unless maybe they have done it before. Well, no, because he said they had is. I don't. I don't really like when people be trying to try new drugs around me at like an event. But if you're gonna try Molly for the first time, <laughs> like, Coachella is low key the place to do it. It's not. No, I need you to try Molly for the first time in your house. So everything. So we okay. We know how you react to it. You okay? This is how we gotta treat you. Then we can know if we can take you out. Niggas always want to try some new drugs when you out. No, this is not the time. I'm gonna lose you. You gonna lose your phone. You might die. Like it's it's just too many like people like I don't do it. But you still would never know practicing Molly at home because you can't get lost in the house. You don't know you're gonna get lost because you're at the house. You need to practice Molly at Coachella. That is the rule. And if I ever go to Coachella, I'm doing Molly. Boom. That's the rule. No, I'm just saying, like, like, like I don't hey, if you around me and you trying edibles and, and other drugs, what if you you know, just don't try nothing new around me. I mean, either way you never know. It's not like has every time you've been high or drunk or whatever has been the exact same experience? No. It's no. not the exact same every time. You made, you know, tequila drunk is different from Patron drunk and it's different from Crown drunk and different from Hennessy drunk. So it's never one it? one way. You said, is it? No, no, no. I, I was going to be nitpicky because Patron is tequila. but I know that, but 
getting drunk it, off yeah, 1800. I was I was gonna let it go. Um, it's still different kind of drunks, different alcohols, because I'm aren't um because Hennessy is cognac. Is Crown not cognac? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Well, I'm not that well versed on alcohol. I I know Hennessy is cognac, but I'm just saying like. D- Hennessy yeah, I know. Stomach up in some alcohol don't. It's just even even still whatever the category is different effects. It's different shit. So yeah, back to the thing. Um, so Issa and Nathan are booed up by the pool, and the Molly Hold on. start. Last like, thing. What? I'm sorry. Just the all the 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 heavy Molly references just reminded me of being in college in 2012 when we was all like, should we try Molly? Pop Molly, I'm sweating. Molly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like that was a little throwback. That was a little dated. What, Molly? But I'm glad they weren't. What are we doing? I, I, you yeah. doing meth now? Like... Uh, we doing pills. Nah. <laughs> Molly <laughs> pills. I mean, unless you do No, oh, uh, perks. But... Perks says, oh, Molly perks says. Well, sometimes people do both, maybe. Okay. Technical. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, so Issa and Nathan are booed up, and then, you know, they're talking, being booed up, and the Molly starts setting in. She's like, oh, my God, I feel good. And he's like, you ain't never tried Molly before, have you? I'm sorry, Mr. Molly. Sorry, I haven't been high 50,000 times. My bad. Well, when you're a drug dealer, you have to try your drugs. <laughs> Getting high after your own supply. At least once. At least once. You got to dip into the inventory. Then he starts, like, rubbing her. And she's like, oh, my God. Then he starts making out. Yeah. Which, I mean, everyone deserves to make out with a light-skinned nigga in the middle of a party at least once. In the mouth, though? She kissing these niggas in the mouth. The mouth. You know, I'm the biggest advocate for kissing in the mouth in public. I support it. So, do it. Not sober, though. Have some class. Um, <laughs> next, uh, Molly's talking to the black homeboy and starts, like, oversharing, like, I ain't got no man. The last time I had sex with my married friend. He was like, nigga, what? And then, like, <laughs> Ali, you said like, I've been through a lot. Friend. Yeah, because that was a lot. Which... With- Fellas, stay woke. Here's Issa Rae once again pushing the propaganda for Asian men and black women. Yep. Both. Molly shared all her drama. But he, but the black, the man black was like, king, I, the black king, put his leftovers. What he did not want to the Asian king. But what what, bottom, what Issa was saying was what this man wouldn't put up with. This Asian man would put up with sisters. Hmm. And. You have to get you an Asian king. You're not you're not slick, Issa. We on to you. Good. I want an Asian nigga in every episode. Actually, she pushed this narrative the first season because remember the teacher was Asian. Was he trying to holler? This is the second. Yes, he was trying to holler at Molly. Oh, and Molly yeah. wasn't going for it at the party. I'm give me an Asian king. Give me like a Timothy Delaghetto type, like kind of you know problematic and. Whatever, but he still gives my references. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. What's the next point? Um, pull side of that. Everybody. Oh, uh, Tiffany's the only sober ones trying to get them organized, and like they offered her drugs. Yeah, so they finally <laughs> they follow walked over to the thing, and, and I noticed they were like, "We need to be in our spot by four to see Beyonce." It was dark. It's dark, right? Yes, yeah, four went Beyonce. out the window. <laughs> That had to be at least eight or nine. Right. Like, ain't y'all, like, in the way back by now? Right. 
Well, I don't know. Well, it's it's pretty. It's a lot of them. So never mind. Um, sorry about yeah, that. It's not that easy to finesse. So, um, they all there, like they're they're kind of like, and, and well, actually, there's some more drugs taken during the scene. They they kind of have some edibles. And, I don't. And at, at the concert, they like have gummies that they put in each other's mouth. Yeah, and Kelly is kind of taking a, a hold of um. The other, the black friend. Yeah, you know she always get her little skinny man. She do like a little. She like she like to be in control. Queen. And um, they all kind of free dancing. And if you've ever been high at a music festival, like sometimes the music would just hit you a little hard. <laughs> just felt that. You know. I think everyone. Like I'd be concerned if you weren't high. You know, hey, to each his own. Well, you know, as long as it's legal, whatever. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. You know, so they enjoying it. They're having a good time. And uh, I think Issa says she's yeah, thirsty. She's so thirsty. Oh, that's another thing that was funny. When she, when they walked up, Tiffany was giving them directions. Like, okay, it's water stations and all four corners. And then Molly was like, oh, my God, I'm so thirsty. Anybody have water? And then it was something else she said. And then someone said the opposite, like, right after, like, are y'all listening to me? So, yeah, Issa, she wants some water. And then... Uh, Kelly says she's hungry, so they split up, split up, and Molly's like, "I'll save the seats." That she saves their spot with her jacket, and they all walk off. Well, the four didn't walk off. Yes. Did they? What? Well, no. Well, they didn't walk off yeah. together. Like they both walked off, but they went different ways because Issa was thirsty, but yeah. Kelly wanted something to eat. And I think that's propaganda because why did the heavy set friend want, wanted some food? It's not fair. Did she gain a little more weight? Did she gain some of her weight back? The weight back. I noticed that too. Okay, yeah, I just noticed. She's I thought like, about it now. Last season, and she's like, she's like, she's she's not back to her original size, but she's right. like gained a little bit. Um, yeah. And then, so yeah, they're walking. I guess they, I presume they got the water. And then Issa wait, real work. quick. Mm-hmm. When they walked in, they uh, they said the app told them cell service is going to be bad. Is that the case for y'all at homecoming? Yes. I mean, any highly concentrated area. Well, yeah, on campus, like if it's the, if it's the, like the tailgate, my phone is trash because campus is just yeah. garbage. But any other event really, like, unless, if I'm on campus, my phone is garbage, but at the club, it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for, uh, uh, going up through the years, it was kind of like a thing, like, you just knew for six hours no. your phone was going to be like, you it's just weren't about to get text, and then, right, and then you know, like six thirty-seven, when everybody's going to like the step show or their other move, you're like, oh, bet all these texts are coming in. Uh, fortunately, in the past two years, they've they've kind of resolved that, so I'll be getting texts and stuff. So that's I don't know if that's good or bad. Or um, I don't know if if one, the cell service has just gotten better, you know, because like the West End has been getting gentrified a little, you know, like with the stadium and stuff. Right, you know, like they just built that new dome, so I don't know if like that brought better cell reception. Hmm. I'm trying to think, yeah, for us, but not having reception in environments like that is almost a good thing because you're not on your phone, you're forced to have fun, your phone doesn't die, so you're really just using it for pictures. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, or it's just like you can't get in trouble, you know. Your girl can't be like, "I see you over there." What you talking about? I didn't get that text. What? what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't even know yes. So, yes. <laughs> the cheerleader. No, she ugly now. 
Issa asked Nathan as soon as like it just seemed really awkward. Like, so why you hit me up? And then he in true ridiculous nigga fashion, like, oh, I felt like I came on too strong. Nigga, y'all went naked in somebody's pool, breaking and entering. Like, it's kind of fine. Y'all kind of mutually strong at this point. He was like, yeah, I want to fall back a little bit. Like, y'all grown at this point. So, uh, I don't think that's like, I felt like it was a mutual understanding so that they like each other. So, so if there's nothing wrong with being pressed or like liking someone, why didn't Issa hit him back? She grown. I mean, in Issa's mind, she's probably thinking, oh, you know, he doesn't like me, blah, blah, blah. But she she extended her, she did her part. Because you know, he's like, I ain't getting With no the wink uh, emoji? And she was like, nigga. Is, I, is, is she, that's what she said? Let me go look. Bro, I I promise you, because I looked at it, I'm like, that is trash, bro. If you don't get this wink emoji on my face. I'm about to watch it now. I don't even know if that means it's Issa. <laughs> Let me go look. Um, But yeah, I mean, she did her part. You don't want to be a bugaboo. And I, I don't think that was one text. text. You don't want to seem, you know, especially if you don't. Or she sent an like emoji. Feeling you. I, I understood. I understand where Issa was coming from, but she did her part. You know what I'm saying? But she did. No, she didn't. She sent a one winky face emoji. Like, that's not even words. One darn tweet minute. So, but yeah. And then she starts rapping in real life, like in public. She's like mirror rapping. It goes to the mirror rapping angle and shot and everything. And then she realizes that it's real life. And she's like, did I just do that? Yeah. Like, for real? And then he finishes the, the bar. And I'm like, this is beautiful. This is love. This is what dreams are made of. Like I never knew love. what we were missing, <laughs> but I do once we start kissing. Okay, yeah, it was a winky emoji. But okay, but he sent yep. a hey like the hey hand. So the winky emoji wasn't. Just, it said, it but he sent a text. He was, hey, this is Nathan. Yada, yada, yada. And that was, you know, that's usually followed by. They both they both sound kind of corny, I guess. I mean, kind of. I mean, he don't really know like about texting emojis and stuff because he just got out of jail. So it's not, <laughs> he's not really used. I'm sure he texts his customers emojis. <laughs> Yo, Barbara texted. One tree equals, you know, uh, <laughs> however much weed <laughs> he's a traveling drug dealing barber that's great can you imagine your, your weed man and your barber was the same person that's a lot of loyalty uh, I used to go to this barber shop where one of the barbers did deal drugs and he wow. if he, he should have been better at cutting hair but it to me I was like that's very convenient that's two birds one stone yeah it's not weird that somebody is handing you money you know like you gotta get a haircut like you can't be his customer and not get a haircut from him. <laughs> like imagine you go to the same shop and then you gotta like walk across. Oh, my. what's up, bro? You gotta nah, give bro, this guy twenty, and then you gotta give him another twenty. <laughs> it's like, why are you like, paying him? You may as well just one stop shop. Yeah. So yeah, that was beautiful. And then she's like, "Oh, a Ferris wheel! I always want to go on a Ferris wheel." So they go on a Ferris wheel. Yeah. And then they're right. He's like, "I'm afraid of heights." And then she's talking about, you know. Wait, wait, wait. I want to go back for a second. Um, before they get on the Ferris wheel, Issa's high. And she's like, yo, like, Coachella's so dope. Like, what oh, if yeah. 
we did something like this in Inglewood, call it Inglechella or Inchella. Cocochella, because it's black. And something in me feels like maybe, maybe not this season, but later on down the road, like maybe that's going to be like Issa's moment. She's actually going to bring that to fruition with like her school, whatever, like the little school after school music program. Like, okay, yeah, but then he was like supporting, like, yeah, do your music thing. Like, they're really emphasizing this music thing. So she better have a mixtape drop by the end of this season or I'm going to be pissed. Like, <laughs> Which I kind of felt, and I feel kind of weird. It's like, y'all emphasizing this this uh, and her love for music after she dropped the music, nigga? I mean, that wasn't... Yeah, she dropped the music, nigga, but date that needed to be dropped, bro. Like, that just... No, I'm, I am I get it, but it's just like... And that's not the only music, nigga, she know. Clearly, she still know Khalil. I guess, yeah. But he don't have the instrumentation, but bro. He got, the, he got with the connects. <laughs> Nigga, don't nobody leave out on strings and shit. Trap beat. Nigga, trap just. I'm joking, but that is what teaches kids. It's like, oh man, you yeah, can't hear kids, this instrumentation. Put the 808 out and tap them buttons. So, yeah, then they get in the Ferris wheel, and then he's like encouraging her. She tells him that she quit her job, yeah. and he's like, well, you don't do it. You know, some like encouraging new nigga talk. Like, new niggas are the most encouraging people. Like, pre, pre coochie. Because they don't know nothing about you. All of that, like know they your flaw. just so supportive, and like, I support, like I love that. Like you can tell a new nigga anything, like yeah, you know, like I shoot dice for a living. Wow, that's crazy. Like you should really <laughs> do that. Like thank you, new nigga. <laughs> I, I'm a, pro- I want to professionally pursue shooting dice. Oh baby, you could do anything. Like how good are you? I, well, actually, I owe this bookie five hundred thousand. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Their favorite line is that's that's what's up. Oh damn! You shoot dice. Wow, man, that's you. You doing the damn thing, man. You going places? You going? You going? So yeah. Somebody. Then the Ferris wheel gets stuck. Dun, dun, dun. And I saw at this moment, I was like, Yeah. If they don't hunt on this steer- and on this on this Ferris wheel, I am never watching this effing show again. Literally, never watching this show. And what mm. happened? Issa went in for the kill. This is the boldest Issa done ever been. And at this moment, I was like, you know what, Issa? That's how you hoe. It's the model. That's the hotation right there. That's it. From now on, that's how you hoe. You create experiences. You're not hunching in your neighbor's one studio apartment, hitting your head on a bookshelf. That ain't, no, that ain't how you hoe. You're not getting nutted in your eye. That It's unwarranted. That's not how you hoe, Issa. But how you hoe is at Coachella. A hundred feet, thirty stories, however high, with a fine man with a, a record and a stab wound stuck on a Ferris wheel. That is that's how you do it. Hi on Molly. That's not how you hoe. That is how you hoe. Here, let me let me tell you why I that's not how you hoe. I believe in hoe experiences. Ho. If you're gonna get a new body, it better be with a skyline. It better be in a NASCAR. That's see, and, it better. Nah, and that's why you're not good at hoeing. Shut up. Cause, cause that's too much of a sentimental moment. That's not sentimental. That's just like lit. I don't care if you, you don't think you don't think that's a magical like moment. On the beach with Johnny Gill singing and doves flying in the air with rose petals. I that's feel not like, sentimental. That's some. I lit. feel like being up on a Ferris wheel with these people behind you and you got music, live music playing. That's, that's pretty rush. sentimental. That's like we can get caught. This is a see through. Why they ain't fog up the windows? But I feel like that brings you a little closer. Like, mm, we almost got caught. I, ooh, I love this girl. I could do 
I could do some things with her. That's cinnamon. You get caught up. You don't. You don't. Because to me, hoeing is when you can like compartmentalize and move on. I think. I think that that makes it really hard when you do something. I feel like that's a little special. Again, special would be like in the Sistine Chapel. That's that's just blasphemous. (laughs) (laughs) Across the street from the Sistine Chapel, if you want to be so tangible, like. I'm concerned about you. You humping in churches? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, it got to be something real. Take like, me in the confessional. Oh, his mama was a big uh, Whitney Houston fan, and the Whitney Houston hologram is performing in the background. And, like, him, his, his mama and Whitney Houston passed on the same day, so he, like, cried during. Like, that's sentimental. That's something. Like, but hunching in the Ferris wheel at Coachella, she could have done that with a stranger and it would have been lit. Like, is what well, he is. Going along stranger because she still don't know about his record. So right. He so anyway. Ass, anyway, but I just want to describe the end of the season. I ain't seen can, a fight yet. Yes, he can I describe? Fight. Oh my fault. Can I describe like this? Because and I could you could tell this. They on Molly, so the sex was gonna be good. Period. But it was some good old pull your panties to the side. Two Decide, I don't, did she even have on the skirt? He pulled it, but I was like, I thought those were shorts. I guess she unbuttoned them to make pulled them a, a, a skirt. Maybe. I don't know what she pulled it up. But let me tell you, they made do in that little cart. They made do. I said that we probably would have came crashing down because it'd have been a lot of rocking and rolling <laughs> on that Ferris wheel. You you doing too much, man? You doing too much? Like, you know, Issa sex be kind of dry anyway. She just be like there. So I guess that kind of worked for her, kind of. But like, I'd have been like, "All right, let's oh, switch you... it up. Let's, right, I'm gonna hang upside down." And what you gonna do? <laughs> nah, I'm playing. They definitely would have got and arrested. You talk... They definitely would have got arrested. But yeah, it was it was lovely. Like the pull your panty to the side, raw sex. Her titty really got sucked. It was a raw titty. Cameras roll. That's why I need my own show. Issa created a safe platform where she get her titty sucked on cable television. Man, you just about just have to about have light skinned men come in, come in and suck your titties every week. Just like, oh, man, I'll get her titty suck. you watch that titty suck show on HBO? Oh, girl, Nancy. <laughs> yes, I want a show where I can bring light skinned, light eyed men on to suck my titty every Sunday night at ten thirty. That is my dream. That's been added to my vision board. And I want the freedom to do just that. Yes. Correct. Yeah, that mess. is fine. A mess. Um, it was real. They had raw sex. And uh, I saw Princess tweet about, we about to get Honestly, the condom thing. But to me, them not having a condom was more realistic. Yeah, that. And just like another thing I was like, if you going to be head Coachella, high on Molly, in a Ferris wheel, stuck with the next con. And the opportunity presents doesn't have sex. You kind of should just have raw sex. Like, God is already on your side and set this up. You'll be fine. You'll be perfectly fine. I support it. Sorry. I just, you know, and, and, and another thing is like, you know, you know, Insecure is a very popular show. I think this is going to start an epidemic of black people having sex in Ferris wheels. Oh, I, I'm about to go to the sky to the sky view <laughs> Thursday, okay? Groupon and has been sold out of Ferris wheel tickets. <laughs> and everybody hacking to the computer. Oh no, it's stuck. And then somebody in the Omni see me hunching. 
because it's like right there in the CNN Center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we see you. So, <laughs> if any young king is trying to go to the Skyview on Thursday, now nah, I'm playing. I'm not gonna do no casting call for a hunch, but somebody. Hey man, hey, I'm gonna bring. If I go on a Ferris wheel within the next two months, I'm bringing some Lysol because I know y'all nasty selves. Fin- <laughs> right. Mm, got some Clorox wipes. All kinds mm, of secretions on the seat. Hey, get it how you yeah. live, man. If you go hunching, the- hey, you know Orlando got a real nice um, Ferris wheel. I'm scouting because the-, the Atlanta one not that bad, but the Orlando one, don't let it be nighttime. She, I'm hunching it. Where is it at? I'm actually going to Orlando. I might have to look it's up. It's on iDrive. Are you familiar with Universal Orlando? Studios? Okay. International okay. Drive. Yeah. Bet. Uh, Universal Studios on iDrive, too. International Drive, okay. that's kind of like a strip in Orlando. That's like everything. Like movie theaters, like restaurants. It's uh, the upside down building, Ripley's Blue, it or not. Stuff like that. So, yeah. So, make sure you hunt. Bring a condom this time. We, we protect sex. You're not at Coachella. Don't get ahead of yourself. Um, we haven't even gotten to <laughs> we just not getting to this part. Okay. That hunch was probably my favorite sex scene of this of the season. I mean of the show. Other than my favorite Easter sex scene, because the bad shot season one. Yeah, I don't know the show is a hit. I don't I don't know no if any that. television any show has had a better sex scene than that. And it was quick, it wasn't no more than five seconds, bad. but it was so real. Those are the most realistic back shots I've that ever hurt, seen on television. That hurt that he had and just how he was tearing it up and how she was enjoying it. It was, yeah. If any king who... Uh, never mind, because I... Uh, oh, God. I just drugged myself. I'll talk about it later. Y'all hear about it in my comedy special in 10 years. So, anyway, I was going to say something and I answered my own questions and I really, like, re-triggered myself. So, never mind. Uh, <laughs> this is some back shots right there. <laughs> no, I was gonna say if any king fresh out of a relationship wants to have some angry hunch, and then I thought about it, and I kind of been there, and it kind of ended horribly. I'm like, dang, f him. <laughs> he got so back, never mind. He got back with his girl, like he, like a. Oh God, he did. He was oh, after, like Tasha, him. like you a fuck boy. <laughs> you a fuck nigga who thinks he's a good dude. Fuck him. Anyway, so. Whew, I just got remad. Let me. <laughs> okay, so at, so meanwhile, she comes back. Kelly comes back with the age no, with the black dude. And had, she was like, "What happened to my waffle?" Apparently, she ate some waffles. I know that was good. Yeah, and, she had one in her hand, and she he was like, "What happened to my other one?" She, he was like, "You ate it before we left." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a white girl on a white boy's back, on his neck, and they're in the spot. She like you hold whole milk drinking bitch <laughs> she's like why well, you need to calm down you first timers then she knocks the girl down off of him and it starts this whole race war at coachella and then <laughs> tiffany's like oh my god stop no and she's like pouring the water on it right <laughs> molly gets involved molly can't find her jacket it's just a whole thing and then they get kicked out they get kicked out and then back to the ferris wheel fuckers so yeah, we cut back to them and she has service. She's talking to Tiffany and she's like, Oh my god, where are you what's going on? Okay. So they meet them. And then in the front of the gate getting their wristbands cut off. <laughs> and then Beyonce had started. I would be so pissed. They already missed the first night. They already missed the first night. And then they're missing Beyonce too. Insane. I'd be livid. So 
um, like a tweet was like, oh, it's all fun and games, but if I would have missed Beyonce, I would have believed it. And I'm like, retweet. So, Kelly dumbass. Like, that's Beyonce. Fuck yeah, my nigga for it. She runs. I don't know where she thought she was going and how she thought she was going to go. She went. She goes like a run for it. <laughs> a dumbass kid. She gets tased. She wasn't moving that fast. She gets tased. And I was literally screaming. Like. <laughs> she... <laughs> oh, God. And then she falls out and she rolls over. <laughs> and she's peed herself. <laughs> and I'm like, how many bodily fluids are you going to get in your clothes, Kelly? Because she had a period in all white last season. You know what? I would say, I'm like, man, they they be doing Kelly kind of like, they got Kelly out here peeing on herself. You know, they, they I, why they do Kelly like this? But, they you know. do Kelly any kind of way, man. So um, funny. But she she acted that tase out. I, I almost like, for a it second, because I've, I've seen somebody get tased, not in person. Um, yeah, plenty of videos. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she 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 was spot on. I see she studied. Yeah, she's like, hmm, Tay's faces. Right. And then she peed, I peed on myself. So you know what? They had to add that because that don't really happen. What? You don't really you don't even really really no, pee I on think, yourself. I, I think I've read that you can pee on yourself with um getting tased. I feel like I think, uh, I think that's the thing. Maybe what you, you mean do. maybe yeah. you do. No, like maybe some people I do. Say, Damn, I ain't never got tased. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe your your weak bladder be peeing on yourself, but me, <laughs> nah. So, um, who that was funny? I've, so yeah, they actually because yeah, each of them they still good at Coachella. They didn't get their wristbands cut off because they had to meet them back at the crib, and then you know yeah. it's still hot. So she's like, oh my god, everyone's so mad at me. Everyone's mad at me. So she, you know, they kissed at the door. He's like, I had a good time. She's like, I had a good time too. So you. You think Issa skipped Beyonce? That's a good question. I think she did though, because again, she's high, so she's thinking everybody about dead. Yeah. So she gets back to the crib. And she's like, "Oh my god, I was mad." Kelly's on the couch spewing evil stuff. Molly's typing like like that Kermit gif. Just yeah, like basically a crazy woman. Hilarious. Then we go to Tiffany in the closet. She had a piece of the brownie, so she's like distraught and said, "Beyonce is a better mother than her." I know he's our weed baby, but I did bad. So she's crying. He had to go in there and hang up on Derek. She's like, you hung up on my husband. Hilarious. And then Kelly told Tiffany to shut up. <laughs> I gotta watch this again before I go to bed. This is a funny episode. Yeah. I'm, if I'm Derek, I, I am a little upset. It ain't nothing but a little weed. No, that's kind of terrible. Yeah, no. And, and my thing would be like, you know you're not hanging out with them whole friends no more. Talking about whole friends. <laughs> this is bad influence, but I mean, you go. She's the only married well, one to be. You ain't you ain't hanging out with your junkie friends no more. <laughs> Even like we'll we'll get to that. You said you're pregnant self at home. <laughs> Either way, you're the only married one, so of course you know their shenanigans can't be your shenanigans to begin with. So there's oh yeah, they wake up in the morning like what the f all over the place, hangover, some hangover shit, and they all just bust out laughing like. And then Tiffany says she's thirsty, so she goes in the refrigerator and she sees it's only vodka. Yeah. And well, he's like, "Well, I can take you to the store." Oh no, let's let's back back. Kelly was like, "Well, I smell like piss." 
She's like, girl, I was so high. I thought yes. I got tased. And they just, <laughs> Molly and East looked at each other like, mm. I was cracking up at that. That was funny as hell. <laughs> like, yeah. that was the funniest. I think that was probably one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I was so high, I thought I got tased. Oh, <laughs> like, you did. Well. <laughs> so they wake up and then, yeah, so they go to the 7 Eleven. And Tiffany's like, yeah. not being her usual extra Tiffany self. And then Issa's like, what's wrong? And she's just saying, like, she feels left out, you know, even with, you know, the baby isn't even here yet. And she already feels left out. And her baby's changed things. Right. And, then, and she pushed yeah. herself to party with and them. And that's why that goes back to my point of, you know, either way, you're going to be the odd girl out because you have a husband that you seem to remind everybody about every five minutes. But, you know, that's something that's always going to be different. You have three single friends, you're the only married one. And babies, I mean, yeah, yeah. nigga, you got to breastfeed now. Like, you can't drink, you can't, you know, do Molly with us. Like, of course, it's not going to be the same. I don't know if they wanted to have like a no drug embargo, but I don't know what she expected. And I haven't had a pregnant friend. Yeah. I've had a friend get pregnant. We were sophomores in college, but it wasn't like she wasn't pregnant. It was weird. She was more pregnant than towards the summer. I don't know. Like, it wasn't like. <laughs> Going on. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Pregnant it wasn't on, like a on summer break. <laughs> oh, girl, I'm going to jungle fever. Oh, I can't go. I'm pregnant. Like it wasn't like one of them. It was really, like at the time yeah. when we found out she was pregnant, it was almost summer, so it was just like summer. We we was eighteen, nineteen. We couldn't go nowhere, no way. So I I never really experienced like that whole. I feel left out, blah blah blah, because I don't think my my you know my friend with the child felt really left out because. It was always arrangement. If, if we did want to go out, you know, every, everything was already always in place. So, well, this is what I wanted to expand on because to me, this is, I think this is really like a perfect encapsulation mm-hmm. of, of, of something about adulthood we don't think about. Just because, you know, growing up, like, you know, like school, we're all organized by grade and age. Mm-hmm. So everybody's pretty much doing the same things. But come adulthood or, you know, just life in general, maybe you have some older friends, some younger friends, you know, in life, like everybody could just be at a different point. Mm-hmm. And my best friend ha- has a son. So, you know, for me, that's a, like I, I really kind of was. this was like the most likable Tiffany has been the entire series. Well, yeah, I was going to say that I was like, this is the first time we're seeing Tiffany as a human and not as like some bougie bitch. Like right. she, she was very vulnerable. She was vulnerable for the she first time. She's vulnerable, yeah. Like she's not, you know, she's talking about being pregnant, but not in a way like, oh, my baby's coming, or little king, or little future alpha. Like she's actually feeling feelings, and we actually get to see more of Amanda Seals' range. So I, lo- I love that. Like it was real. Yeah. Um, you know, if yeah. y'all have our friends that shut down, pregnant or not, like always, oh, that was wrong. Okay, like having to unpack your friends' feelings and all those kind of things. So that was good. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I felt like Issa's response, like it, it, it to me, it showed a. The whole episode to me has been showing how Issa's just very much in a different and desperate place than her friends. But it, you know, like in 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 seeing Tiffany, you know, like yo, this ba- like this baby, and like what's it going to do to our friendship? You know, because like there are times I call my best friend and I'm like, yo, bro, I'm just trying to check up on you. He's like, all right, man, I'm gonna have to hit you tomorrow. I got to put yeah. little man to sleep. Like you know, and it's, and it's like, oh, hey, we just, we live in different lives. Like, you know, he's got to know if he's if he's going to go out, like, probably a week or two like, in advance. Me, I could yeah, be like, oh, I'm going to go out tonight. 
it's very different. I mean, tip. I mean, even with Molly, you can't just ask Molly, "Hey, can you go to drink?" Oh, bitch, I gotta work. Oh yeah, that's right. I I dropped a lift. But I like that. I think that yeah. was a real element to put into it. That was something realistic. I effed with it. Thank you for the writers for that. You know, aside from all the hoorah yeah. and hoopla of this episode, that was some real shit, which I can appreciate. And I thought it was just a nice term because Tiffany has always used her marriage to kind of look down on her friends. Mm-hmm. And now it's making her feel inferior. I don't know about inferior, but well, it, not different. inferior, but just like left out and different. left then. Yeah. Right. This is one of those times it's like where I'm at in my life. It just doesn't even make logical sense to be with y'all like this. Yeah. I don't know. She'll get them. And that's, that's low-key sad. Maybe she'll you get know? her like a mommy's club. You know, she's the type to probably sign for something like one of them yoga classes or something. Oh, they're going to be in Jack and Jill. I oh. feel like with Tiffany. <laughs> From birth. From birth. All yeah, the way to graduation. Definitely. So, yeah. That was kudos to that. That was beautiful. So, yeah. Issa goes into 7-Eleven. And, um... She was looking for a drink or something. She goes to cash. She's like, hey, do y'all have any whatever, whatever? Alkaline water because they booze you. Alkaline water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm sure Tiffany requested specifically alkaline water. And standing at the cashier is Chad. Our favorite. Our favorite. I love Chad. When I saw him, I got, I literally got happy. And then he was like, East motherfucking East motherfucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, hey, come look at this. And the fact that he said, look at this, it made me so mad because I'm like, why is this nigga every homeboy and line brother of every nigga I ever talked to in my life? <laughs> oh, I, I hate it. It'd be like much. that. Oh, I, I love him though. But it's like, oh, I hate him. So we look the camera pans and behind this ice coffee machine or whatever, it's fucking Lawrence. I. He's back. I was so shook, enraged, not surprised, because I knew he was coming. We talked about this. I called him. Right, because you've like, been calling it. He was at a table read. I saw it. I was. I you <clears throat> when you said he was at a table read, I remember seeing Chad at a table read, and I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't remember seeing Lawrence at one. So if she said it, maybe it's one. true, but I don't. I don't but know. then you replied something today on this interview. He was like, Issa never said I wouldn't be in the show this season. She said we were taking a break for Lawrence, and she was misquoted. Right, and we've and and it's a eight. It's an eight episode. Yeah, so she was misquoted and they ran with it and it kind of just worked. We so and I'm thinking they they purposely misdirected us, but it was really just how things worked. So I I f with it. It was. I mean, my man was on Good Morning America this morning, which is like to me. I think like you like that really to me says like what insecurity. Honestly, I feel like pop culture the first season was cool i enjoyed the first season but those back shots solidified insecure as a pillar in our culture that was it like i remember vividly that night on twitter when the premiere aired like it was thanksgiving weekend i had been binging i finally got the app the 30-day trial like i've been watching I was like oh i'm gonna watch this weekend and i watched as the timeline reacted to those back shots and then the I was like, what are y'all watching? What is what are y'all talking about? What is this? What is this? Remember the reaction video of like the homeboys in the living room, like screaming and all that kind of stuff. Then Lawrence Hive came in and then the GIF came out and the GIF people were posting the GIF, like, oh, mood. And like, what is yeah. that? Over oh, this show called Insecure. 
and that's when that's when it happened honestly that's what i believe so i mean i just watched um <clears throat> i was going through earlier today at lunch uh the hashtag lawrence hive mm-hmm. and just seeing like it was videos of reactions this one woman was like look it, this is how my fiance reacted when he, Lawrence came back. He's like, ah, you know, and just like how, like, the, I mean, Lawrence, I was all the tweets that went up and I, you know, I was out here like we back in this thing. People went crazy. Like the timeline. And I feel like this is the most interactively Twitter show. Like, of course we've been right. live tweeting, but no show has been live tweeted in debates. Like I be cussing niggas out every week. From Monday, from like from eleven o'clock when that shit goes off until like a smooth Wednesday yeah. evening, it's a war zone, and I feel like insecure's like impact is just unmatched. It really is, and we and we talked so much trash about this. <laughs> we dragged them. <laughs> we really did, and even as fans, like we're not gonna stop watching. But come right. on, y'all. Right. But this episode was like, this is why I watch it. Yeah, this is why this is my favorite show. This is why this show is still here. This is why. This is why this episode, and it's not even like it's a suspenseful show. No. Nah. It just. Okay, another thing, another point I had. Do straight niggas just go to Coachella together with no bitches? Um. Like, oh, nigga, let's go see Beyonce. Hell yeah. Sister too? Who said Shit. they ain't had no bitches? That's another question, but it's like. It's what? What? Huh? Niggas don't just pull up to Coachella, like, as niggas. I mean, but maybe, maybe, I mean, it wasn't like. Issa was in there alone, but it, you know, like, but she was with three other people. Maybe they ran to grab something. You know, well, it's like with a festival, like you could go with a group of people and be like, "I want to catch these artists," and maybe they're like, "I don't really bang with those artists that are." I'm gonna be at the crib. I don't know. I ain't seen a group it, of niggas just pull up to Coachella and Timberlands and shit. Like, yeah, nigga, we at Coachella. Just us dudes. I mean, but what's wrong? Well, guess, why, guess, why are you so toxic? I guess Nathan came with dudes. But he, he, that's a big place to sell drugs, though. So we know that's business for Nathan. He's selling drugs. He was there but on business. Lawrence. Ain't no- <laughs> that's a good point. He ain't getting no last minute ticket. He knew he was going. He had that. Was, that- you know how much Molly he sold that weekend? That was slight word. They, that was a tip of the iceberg what they had that day. Right. That was he just what they drugs. rewarded themselves with after they sold everything. He's there selling drugs. So we know why Nathan and, and company. And they got an Asian dude. You know, Asians always had drugs. That's how they got the Molly. Connects. Because, like, Asians be cool with, like, black people and white people. Like, they're, like, the most, like, not neutral because they still be racist towards us. But, like, they the most, like, you know. They can navigate. They can navigate. the rug minorities. So, I feel like white people are the least uncomfortable around Asian people. So that's probably how he gets him like, bro, you want some of this Molly, bro? Yeah, yeah. me and Molly, yeah, me and my homeboy Nathan, yeah. Get some of this Molly, bro. Yeah, we got some edibles, get some gummies, bro, yeah. Like, for the last minute, like, the for the whites that don't plan with their drugs, like, the, you know. So, hats off to Insecure, Issa Rae, Natasha Rothwell, you know, because she's a writer, and Kelly, and Regina Hicks, she wrote the episode. Shout out to her. Prentice Penny, you know, this episode was just—it really was. It was. It just was a masterpiece. I'm thankful for this episode. Okay, I've been wanting to ask this question oh God. to somebody. This episode, 
or the barbershop episode of Atlanta. Which is funnier. Mm. The barbershop episode was funny. But that, I'm trying to think what was comparable to the tasing scene. That car the accident? episode was like the, the Zaxby's. I'm rusty on it. I watched it one time okay. and that was yeah. like I've, I've, I've watched it like five or six times but it was funny that's probably the funniest episode of last season I didn't even finish I don't think I finished after Drake the Drake episode yeah because I would miss it it would come on I, I, yeah such a weird I, time I, and I'm not trying to like compare but I just DVR, to me like watching. this was very high jinxy goofy and it just took me back to that barbershop episode so I was curious yeah, if, it, if you maybe felt. Like, and then the last, the last scene when he went into somebody yeah. else's chair and just stared down. <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm a oh, yeah. just because if it was that funny, I would have watched it again. I think you're lying. I think Atlanta barbershop episode was much funnier. This is a great episode. I, I just then why ask if he's gonna tell me I'm lying? I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what is it? No, no. <laughs> I want. I would. Hey, guys, when y'all live tweet, tell us, or maybe I'll oh, ask it yeah. on um in the. We should have the bag got a live tweet. You already know what's going on, but live tweet niggas. Maybe we gotta get better. We should. I should have asked in, in the interactive poll. We just, okay. Let's do a rollout because this is a pretty big episode. Can we get some clips this week, Master? Is that okay? Yeah, I'm thinking. Let's do a IG story Can clips. We get some clips from you. For for Twitter too mm-hmm. though, because Twitter is our, probably our most interactive. Cause we don't tweet. I mean, tweet. they would just be the. Yeah, they would be so like the take, same format. I'm gonna do, do questions. I'm gonna do questions. Yeah, I don't think the size would matter because either way, it's gonna be on Twitter. But yeah. when you do questions, I I saw the difference. It's two hundred plays. Oh really? Yeah, like. If you look at the f- episode once of the season where you did questions, it's like almost at 800 plays. Nigga, have you seen the, the rest the plays been around 500 recently? I don't, Bro, I don't know what I don't even going know back. How. Like the Thank ghost God. of podcast. Imagine if we gave a. Imagine a, a if we tried. Fuck. Like if we actually cared, we could <laughs> almost be something by now. Because, like, bruh, the 100th episode is at 949. Quarter life crisis at nine ninety four. We about to have like four or five episodes um, in the thousands. That's wild. And yeah, we showed it. You know, we missed our two we year anniversary. Dang, we ready for that? I want to do some around my homecoming. Let's start. I want to record an episode. Yeah. I, and that's why I thought Insecure would do. I th- I figured like we, thought, we would come back and do this, we'll and then the we would get back into it. That the kids are bringing. <laughs> he got pregnant one more time. We sleep in separate <laughs> beds. Mom and dad together. Well, Jared Brown has listened to 1119 episodes, and hey y'all, I'm sorry. Brittany Waller I... has listened to 505, and DJ Charlie Mike has listened to 328. We don't have nearly that many episodes, so I think maybe they're the ones going through and listening. So shout out to Jay Brown. Uh, we talking at this point, yeah, but thank you, Secure. Made my week. Can't wait till Sunday for this baby shower with Drew. It's gonna be a big mess. Um, and you know what? I find it interesting as, yeah. as bougie as Tiffany is to be having mm, a co-ed baby shower. Yeah, yeah. The previews, you know, it's frowned upon. You know, the true bougies. 
apparently some people don't want men at their baby shower. I'm gonna have a co-ed one just because I think you it'll think be, so? and I probably want to fix mine up anyway. No, she already knows it's a boy. Remember, it was like I feel. <clears throat> is this a baby shower or is this a uh, gender reveal? Oh, I didn't know. I forgot. But um, okay, oh, interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna see Lawrence. We're gonna see Dro. Love it. Real quick. Always how it happens. Women on the timeline talking about Issa Run. Soon as you was getting something good with Nathan, you you is your ex run. So I think it's little thing thing. Lawrence is the one we couldn't see it behind that uh coffee machine. Issa ain't got no bed. I know, and that's so sad. Issa may not be as bad as we thought, man. She it's like a low maintenance. Why he? He know he has some better coochie again. Because Tasha's actually you know has the good coochie and she's doing the work. Issa does not do the work. Did you see Tasha? Issa's body count is not looking bad. Okay, other than the hammerhead. Other than the hammerhead, she got fine Nathan, fine Daniel, fine Lawrence, and then hammerhead. Hammerhead, all right. Pretty much time. Everybody has that one body. (laughs) Like, you know, you can't, you can't tell bodies. He got, he got five. Issa, the two white girls, Tasha, a partner. Yeah. I was going it, through. It went in. It went in. It didn't stay in, but it went in. Yeah. It was. Do you, do you count two of them? Because they only <laughs> gave one that did. Like, what was supposed to be? Stab you? <laughs> Why did you come? Stab you? We was fucking? To... <laughs> like, Robbie was up on you. Huh? Wow. Oh my God, Roman is the cutie. How cute! Great. That that's something you gotta say to your girl. We was we was fucking. That's why I came. Why didn't you go? Yikes! Excuse me, guys. If y'all been hearing like some coughing, I'm yeah, I, I got diagnosed with bronchitis over the weekend. So thank you. I took a cough Hi, suppressant me. before this, hoping it would it would not interfere. Yeah. But tell, we are rapping, tell, guys. Tell us we need to stay together for the kids. Y'all are the kids. Great episode. Shout Y'all out to the writing staff, the as, as like Melanie stated earlier. Guys, push us up. to try. It's like when um, Quincy tell us how great parents. we are. <laughs> when Quincy on Love and Basketball heard his parents arguing. He would go, Monica. Yeah, I yeah. keep you guys in Gucci and go. How about now? Do I get a minute yet? <laughs> so, I love that scene. I feel like watching Love and Basketball now. All right. Y'all be blessed. Live tweet. Um... Yeah, be great. I'm gonna start a, a GoFundMe for homecoming for my um Brazilian butt lift because I talked <laughs> all that trash about people being five fat years. for that five year. And guess who's fat? Me. So I'm 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 getting through it. I'm getting through it. And um God don't like ugly. So I'm just going <laughs> I'm not fat, I'm just I don't know. You bigger than you what you wanna be. I think it's I think it's my age getting to me. Like, I be getting acid reflux and stuff now. It's weird. I just don't really know how that works out in my life. Because my eating hasn't really changed. All right, y'all. Be blessed. I'm bye for real now. <laughs>